we are live from both of our basements. This is Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. We are your co-hosts. My name is Connor Kern, and with me is... Dustin Paisley. And together, we are Local Laundry. And this is the first uh, episode on why we've had Dustin Paisley on the, on the line. Luckily, he's got a little bit of free time now, but we are not in the same location. I'm in my basement, and, and he is in his. So still coming live from Studio B. Just uh, two different Studio Bs. No, it's Studio Bs. Studio Bs. Bees, the Bees Knees. The Bees Knees. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining, Mr. Paisley. Um, how are you feeling these days? Uh, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Uh, you know, definitely um, some strange times, and, and we're seeing, um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's different. It's a new normal that we're adjusting to. Uh, how are you feeling? I feel great. You know, uh, last week, I think I kind of just let it hit me and, and, you know, I think I took, uh, I was a little bit down in the dumps from, from a lot of things, you know, with the price of oil and, and the doom and gloom that everyone was spouting and it wasn't that sunny out and I kind of just let it get to me. I was a little bit down and, but then, you know what, I just thought, you know, there's no point in being depressed and, and stewing away in your own doom and gloom. So I thought, you know, let's just change my attitude. There's there's a few things that you, there's a lot of uncertainty and things you can't change out there. But one of the few things that you can control and change is your attitude to everything that's going on. That's probably one of the only things you can you can change. So this week, I've had a motto. I've, I've shared it with you, Dustin. I share it with lots of different people. Anyone who will listen. Anytime I talk to someone, it's uh, stay positive and take action. So really, really trying to be in control of my attitude, staying positive about the whole thing, and then just taking action and always moving forward, You know, whether it's with the business, whether it's personally, whether it's with my family, just taking action to to, to make sure that we're staying positive and everyone's all good. It's, it's a good approach. I think it's one that uh, it's one that we need. Right? I think there's there's a lot of uncertainty right now, uh, and it's that uncertainty that really causes people to to panic and to make irrational decisions and to stockpile food and to um, really, quite honestly, unnecessarily hoard toilet paper. Yeah. Um, so I think we have to be calm. We have to be positive. Uh, but I also think we need to be realistic. Right? I think there's been a lot of uh, really unknown about what's going on. Uh, but I think it's important that we do stay educated. We stay informed. You know, We understand what's going on with the whole virus and the science behind that and, and the precautions that we're, we need to be taking. Um, but I think we also need to remain optimistic about the future. Right and about what we can do now to help for the future. There's not a lot we can do right now, uh, in in a lot of cases to help for right now. But I think the more we can do to to stay positive, to stay optimistic, and to to try and plan for the future uh, and really change what we can. And I think we're seeing a lot of people uh, really pivot what what they're doing. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the great ideas that uh, Connor you had. Um, over this past week and, and kind of came from a team brainstorming that we had around what we can do to help. And you know, I have to give credit to our team who's really stepped in and stepped up during this time as we've tried to put a few things out and get some ideas out there and see how we can help and, and be of service to the community as we usually are. Uh, but one of those ideas was for a, a small business group chat to get together so everyone can kind of uh, have a conversation, be a part of that. You know, we're all going through the same thing. So what can we learn from one another? What are some ideas that other people have that we can maybe pull from? 
Uh, and one example that came in this morning on the group chat was Mark from Western Ball Hockey League. I mean, his, his whole business revolves around people convening together to play a sport. Uh, and this is his busy season before summer starts. Uh, and, you know, he's seen a drop off of, I think you said about 95% in sales drop off. Um, and, and that's one of many stories, right? So what can we, in that case, what are some of the ideas and what are some of the things you can do to, to completely pivot your business model? Because you have to, right? It's not like you can go out there and, get more sales and find more people who are going to use your product. I mean, that is uh, a direct, um, uh, that that's a direct no from uh, the provincial governing body of, we cannot have people gathering in places like that. So that's a complete shut off to his business. So what are some things that we can do to, to be proactive and, and to pivot uh, and to really change your service offering? And I think, I think one of the things we wanted to talk about today, Connor, was some of the examples we've seen of that, which yeah. has been really, really inspiring. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I think it, there's been some really good businesses. I think a lot of the food, my favorite ones have been the food food companies, like the local food companies, because no one really wants to go to the grocery store right now to, mm -hmm. to pick up supplies and snacks and that kind of thing. And so me personally, I've just been trying to see how we can support all the local businesses and ones that will offer free delivery and ones that have you know tasty treats that I'd be buying anyways at the grocery store. Right. So we got one of our team members, Kathleen. She came up with a. She's, she wrote a blog. We're going to be posting out on our website and social today, all of the different brands and companies. You know, like Truebooch. They they didn't Truebooch Kombucha. It's a great kombucha company here in town. They didn't have an online store before, you know, and they whipped one up in a matter of days, mm -hmm. and they just threw it out there. Was offering wholesale pricing for everyone, free delivery within Calgary. And they were inundated with orders, inundated. Right. Yep. You know, and then in that chat that we had going on, there's a lot of other food beverage, you know, companies like uh, protein balls or coffee. And now on Wild Tea Kombucha's website, they've developed a free delivery system for all these companies. So you can order Wild Tea Kombucha, but you can also partake, order Partake Brewing, wow. Little Tucker, uh, 521 coffee roasters, Fitwave, cookies, waffle mix. Like, so now they're all kind of coming together, working together and helping each other with delivery. So instead of everyone, you know, using their time and resources to deliver their own product, they're delivering everyone's product. So that's amazing. I, I think we're going to see a lot of people become really innovative and come up with, with, with a lot of fun and unique ways to kind of stay afloat. And, and you have to, right? You have to figure out what's next. Uh, you know, one of our retailers, same thing, right? There, no one's going into their store, so immediately they started offering uh, delivery, right? They, yeah. they would drive to your house and deliver the order uh, if you ordered it. And for us, for online, you know, we certainly had to incentivize customers to be spending because uh, we're a clothing company. We're a premium made in Canada clothing company. We're definitely a non-essential item, uh, and so for most people, they're 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 cutting out non-essential spending, right? They'll order right. food because they need it. They'll order drinks because they need drinks while they're stocked up in quarantine, but they probably certainly don't need uh, more clothes. In fact, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are doing some early spring cleaning right now while they have time at home. Right. And so what what can we do to be creative to try and encourage more people to, to buy? And for us, you know, there was a little bit of kind of going in a contingency mode, right? Where we're having to cut a few costs here, but the most important thing is, is cash flow. So for right. any of these businesses, 
they need cash, right? So they need to spin out sales. They need to try and create incentives for us. That was free shipping. We also launched a sale because we've got all these bills coming in for our spring lineup collection that's coming out. Uh, and we're paying those, right? So we need to get that cash flow in to help us cover those and, and cover our, our overhead and our expenses, uh, which is pretty important. So it's been fascinating to see, right, how all these companies have evolved. And uh, I think it's it's very telling that if you're, if you're not on your toes, if you're not willing to innovate and pivot and change and be scrappy, um, you know, unfortunately, you're, you're going to have a really tough time through this. But if you are willing yeah. to get out there, get ahead of things, be creative and figure out a way to still get your product or service offering, whether that's a completely different product or service offering uh, out to your customers. Yeah. And, and, you know, we don't want to make light of a, a serious situation because there is a lot of people struggling financially and, and, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty with jobs and that kind of thing. But, you know, a lot of one kind of the themes in this chat has been, you know, how do we ask people like how do we ask people for sales? How do we tactif tactfully put on a sale and ask people to buy our product when we know that a lot of people are on certain other jobs or they're on EI? And, you know, we. Well, Dustin, we got together, right? And our strategy was just kind of, you know, we're a small business. A lot of small businesses aren't going to make it through. And we just we just kind of asked for help, mm -hmm. right? We put it out there saying, this is a situation. We need help. You know, we, we need you. And there's a lot of people that, you know, are working from home, that can work from home, that are not on EI, that they have certainty in the job. And those are the people that, that are stepping up. And, like, that we've both seen it. We've been overwhelmed by the response of, uh, of people that want to support us from near and far. That's been incredible. Yeah. So I think it's, it's easy to fall into the trap of doom and gloom and everything's terrible, but you know, now is not the time to take your foot off the accelerator. No, you know, the people that, that sit back, those are the ones that, that are going to stop. And I do, you do have to feel bad. Cause like my parents own a restaurant and, this last weekend was supposed to be the biggest weekend of the year and St. Patrick's day. And, and, but they, they've shut their doors, right. They've had to lay everyone off and yep. you have to be thankful that, yeah, our revenue has gone down, but we're still able to generate some sort of revenue while a lot of businesses, their revenues dip down at absolute zero, you know, yeah. some, a lot of restaurants are doing takeout and delivery and that kind of thing. But for a place like my parents, it's right smack downtown with Stephen Ave. No one's going to be doing takeaway going to ghost town Stephen have to to take stuff yeah but you have to you have to stay focused on the positive the things the good things that people are doing you do and and you know we we know that I, I work for a bank outside of local laundry so you know we've certainly seen the the, the pain and the struggle that uh, both personally and businesses are feeling um, you know a lot of a lot of programs going out about loan relief and helping borrowers who essentially have closed their doors, right? Which is anyone in, in retail, hospitality, food and beverage. Um, but I, I think it also, you know, and I had sent you a message earlier this week saying, I'm so thankful and, and grateful for the way that we've grown our company, which has always been slow organic growth. Right. Uh, you know, we've always said we'll never win a fast growth award and we're okay with that. Um, and part of that is we've never been over leveraged, right? right? So a lot of what we're seeing now is is companies who are really struggling because quite frankly, they were just over leveraged, right? They tried to grow too fast, too soon. And in order to do that, it, it takes a lot of capital. And in most cases, that capital is debt. 
because people don't have, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 150, $250,000 that they're putting into the business. They're, they're borrowing that because debt has you know, traditionally for the past 10 years been very cheap. Um, and it's even cheaper now as, as interest rates plummet. Right. But that's really catching people. And I think in a really tough position because they have been really over leveraged going after this really fast growth. Um, and again, I, I don't mean to make light because I know that uh, uh, those companies are really struggling and I, I feel for them. Um, I'm just I'm very thankful for the way that we've grown our company and how we've approached it. So what advice would you give a small business owner right now? I mean, we've talked about staying positive and thinking on your feet, but you know, talk, what advice like financially would you give to businesses right now? Yeah. So three things, talk to your banker, talk to your accountant, talk to your lawyer, right? Those are, those are three pretty crucial people who are going to kind of help you get through some of this. Um, your bank is obviously going to be able to help you with some sort of loan relief if you need it. Uh, if you do have curb borrowing and there's, there's debt obligations you can't meet. Um, there are programs out there. There are federal programs that are being announced to help with funding. So there is capital that's available. There is help that's available. So that would be my first one is if you're struggling to, to keep up or make your payments, um, ask for help. Right. Ask right. your bank for help. Ask your landlord for help. You sent me over a template to, to use for a landlord. Ask for help. Uh, because I think as as Canadians and we've seen it through social media and across the board that people are are offering up their help and people are willing to step in, which is fantastic. Um, so that's step one. Step two is is I mean, you really have to be creative, right? You have to figure out uh, what what you can do right and there's there's a, so many great examples there's, there's a few breweries in Calgary uh, a lot are offering right. roadside pickup right one liquor store a great liquor store in Calgary craft uh, a collective uh, a collective coll sorry collective a craft beer store they sell exclusively craft beer so you can imagine that that might struggle as a lot of these breweries close because um, people aren't aren't buying as much but they're offering curbside pickup and they said they're swamped right they're running out of product because people still want to buy and support local they just don't necessarily know how and so they offered this curbside pickup text us you know send us an email send us your order we'll tell you how much it is send us an e-transfer you don't have to come in the store we'll run it out to your car you know with gloves on or whatever is required um, so that's right. a good example or you look at the breweries who there's been a few that have now converted to creating hand sanitizer yeah a lot of examples of uh, car manufacturers in Canada that are converting to now creating um, ventilators uh, there's manufacturers who are creating medical garments and so you have to be creative and you have to think about okay what's needed right now and is there anything I can do to change or pivot or uh, or create something new that's gonna help me at least still um, have a relationship or be able to provide value to my customers right right yeah no, absolutely. Just be careful with your 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 mic there a little bit. We're getting a little bit of crackling there from oh. from your mic, but uh, not the end of the world. And I think we also have to really like think about the positive side of things. I mean, I was driving to go pick up my wife from work, and I was driving down by the river and along the river path. I'd never seen so many people out for a walk, like families, bike rides, you know, people out running, jogging together. Like I think I think this is this is all like just one big social experiment, you know. It's like a big reset button for everyone. You know, I know it's it's again, I don't mean to make light of serious situations. It's it's a terrible thing, but with all this self-isolation that's going on and the people that can't work or go into work, like it's really gonna be interesting to see, you know, people just 
spend some time with their families take take the time off you know and i think we really have to be not watching the news 24 7 stay informed for sure watch the news once a day the rest of the day like take this time this you're never going to have an opportunity like this again to have to be able to work from home to be able to spend so much time with your family just to, just to go out for a walk and not have that 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 pressure from from work or social pressure that you have to go to this event or or do that you know so we have to kind of stay on the positive side of this yeah there's a lot of that there's funny there's so many examples of group facetimes where you're getting together with all your friends there's group board games right where you're yeah I've been playing board members. games with all my buddies yeah so uh, there there definitely is some positives to all this um and it, it really is just trying to see those right trying to find the positives trying to be creative and trying to find a solution yeah and how's it been with you and your family? I know you just had your first, uh, uh, your second newborn, your second baby. So you're living with a newborn. You've been, you've been at the house for for what a week and a half now. Two yeah, weeks? I think a week and a half now. And how's how's it been going? It's an adjustment. I'm sure anyone who's now working from home will tell you that uh, you know you're having to get used to your new coworkers. You know, figure <laughs> out what kind of routine is. Um, I have some interesting new coworkers. Uh, one is very bossy. She's two and a half. Um, she doesn't like to take a lot of direction, so she'll tell you what to do. Uh, the other one, which is a month old now, um, she does a lot of crying. Um, some sleeping here and there, but uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been an adjustment. Definitely some trying times. Um, I'm glad that the weather is turning. We can we can make some more time outside and get outside more because I think for a while there we're feeling pretty cooped up. But um, it's been great. You know, we're we're spending more time together as a family. Definitely tired because the newborn isn't sleeping the whole time, but. We're getting some pretty uh, some pretty great time with our with our toddler who has previously you know been in daycare all day while we're at work, and so it's been it's been nice. Have you come up with any unique creative ways to keep everyone entertained or keep that morale high? Uh, just trying to switch up activities a lot, right? Definitely, um, there's some screen time in there. There's a few iPad games. You know, we'll put on a show every once in a while. Uh, but we've got a lot of coloring. We went out to the dollar store and uh, spent a, a good fortune on coloring books and stickers. And we've got um, a couple different matching games. And uh, we've got a painting set, so that's come out a few times. And then uh, this weekend we're on potty training, so that's a new um, that's a new adventure all in itself. Nice. So we're just trying to stay positive, trying to trying to trying to stay active. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about you? I think that's key. Oh, I mean, well, I don't have any kids. It's life's been kind of normal to to be honest, because I typically work from home anyways. And my wife, she she's a nurse at the at the hospital, so she's she's been working regularly. So I still get up in the morning, drive her to work, come home, out of the house to myself, mm -hmm. do my work. I'll be honest, it's kind of nice. I don't have to have any meetings. <laughs> so usually, like, I'll have like a meeting day, and I'll, I'll have to go out and do a bunch of driving around and. There's none of that, so it's great. I, I work all day, come home, pick up my wife. You know, we we spend some time together. Now we don't feel as bad or guilty, just like hanging out on the couch together, watching movies. That's true. But, um, yeah, oh, my um, I usually like to go to the gym and go for a, a steam or a sauna, but uh, with with my cousin who lives not too far away. So now he comes over. We used to go for like we just go for walks or that kind of thing. But there's a there's a playground out in the back. 
behind my house. So now we'll go and we'll do like chin ups on the monkey, <laughs> on monkey bars and go do dips, you know, and then like kids will come and then we'll just like scatter off. And then once the kids leave, we'll go back. And, uh, <laughs> of course we're wearing gloves and everything and trying to naturally, but, uh, but, you know, just coming up with unique and creative ways to, um, to, you know, kind of get out of the house, get that vitamin D. I think it's so important just to go for a little walks, get outside, get, yeah. get some of that vitamin D. We've been popping a lot more vitamins, you know. I honestly think, yes, there's a lot of people that there's there's the uncertainty that, you know, um, people aren't, you know, people are not going to spend as, like, making, bringing as much money. But, like, I think a lot of people are going to save money because you can't go out for big fancy dinners, can't go to the bars, can't go to the movies. Like, you can't spend money on anything. You know, you buy a few stuff here online, but you're mostly just buying groceries, right? It's very true. And I, so I think people are, a lot of people are going to save some money because they're not going to spend some money. Uh, the people that are still, you know, able to generate an income. But then I think a lot of, a lot of people are probably going to lose weight too, because, because we're not eating out. We're not eating junk food. You know, we're not eating fast food, that kind of thing. And, and like my wife and I, we have to do a lot more cooking together and meal prepping and, and that kind of thing and and we're just getting back to eating real food again which is which is crazy so i think we're going to see a lot of a lot of interesting changes once this all sort of i may disagree with you on that because i'm uh, getting used to this whole working from home and uh having the pantry that close to the desk oh yeah and pretty dangerous for me i polished off a box of cookies within a day and I, i'm not much <laughs> of a sweet tooth i'm not much of a junk eater but I tell you, there's just something about working from home all day and having access to that pantry that's just got me going for it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a little self control. I mean, I've been working from home two, two years now. I've, I've just given up all sugar altogether. I mean, I just, I, because if I'm, I'm like you, if I have one cookie, I'll have, I'll have the whole box. But not to say that I'm gonna eat like an angel, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's. It's, it's going to be interesting. And I th I do think that once all this is over, you know, whether that's a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whenever it's all over, um, I think people are going to be out supporting local in droves. You know, I think so too. It's going to be patio season, like bars and restaurants are going to be slammed. People, once the people have more certainty and they know where the next paycheck's coming, how much it's going to be, people are going to be driving hard to support local. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And so, yeah, it's 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 struggle times right now, but I I I it's not going to last forever. And I think once it is over, people are going to be very very supportive of small businesses. Yeah, it's just well, it's, sorry, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. Hundred percent. It's it's just interesting because when you know we've been through this together as a city. You know, we had the 2013 floods. You know, people really rallied around and 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 helped each other but it's so funny this time around you know seven years later people want to help but we can't do any of the same things that we did to help you know we can't just yeah. go into some strangers basement and help them clean up <laughs> you know we can't have big large get together parties as fundraisers um the best way to help is to stay home the best way to help is to stay home and i think yeah. you know everyone's kind of seen that meme now where it's like our grandparents were, were called to fight in a war and that kind of thing and we're just being called to stay home and watch netflix yeah you know, it's yes, it's a serious situation, but you know, on an individual level, if if you're healthy and safe, and, you know, it's it's not too bad of a deal. But that's true. Well, I would uh, I'd love to hear other people's stories. 
uh, yeah. for anyone who does listen to this podcast, uh, send us a message, shoot us a, shoot us an email, and you know I want to hear more stories of what other businesses are doing to to be creative and to to stay in business and to still continue to generate an income during this time. Yeah, and if there's I, other I, ways that we can help. Yeah, exactly. But I, I can tell you that one of our guests, actually, who's been on the podcast, they are busier than ever. Which yeah. is um, Scott, well, Scott P. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of people that are a lot of restaurants that are signing up for Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes, and uh, they're they're busy. You know, Scott's episode was the highest listened episode of all time. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Scott's a Scott's a beauty. <laughs> Very smart man. Yeah, yeah, we got to get him on again. We should That's we should true. get him. We should do a little uh, a little call in for him and tell us uh, all the stuff that he's working on. Just just for a bump in uh, a boost in audience list. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's great. Well, we'll leave it there. I think I'd love to do this, Dust. You know, a couple times a week, if 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 we're able to, if you can fit it in with your coworkers. Yep. Um, worst case scenario, we'll get the coworkers on the show <laughs> if we run out of things to talk about or people to interview. Um, but yeah, big thank you to all the the healthcare uh, professionals and providers out there that are on the front line, yeah. and, and we have something in the works that we're going to be launching pretty soon that. That, that will kind of represent and showcase that. We're also got our, our spring lineup coming coming down the pipeline. So we're definitely not taking our full up, foot off the accelerator. We're just going down a different lane. That's all. So like it's, that, uh, yeah. yeah. So like I always said, my attitude, stay positive, take action. And that's it. And that's it. Until next time, this has been Proudly Made in Canada with your hosts, Connor Curran. And Dustin Paisley. Sign us off, Dust. Until next time. <laughs>